0: So this is the Self-Development with Tactics Book Is it working? Yes, it's working So hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics Fucking again podcast <laughs> uh, So this is actually the second Post or the second video of today or the second episode of today, and I'm pretty pumped, and I'm also glad to (laughs) to um, yeah to uh, that I finished the actual uh, book that I've been talking about today as well, which is you know some kind of book that I would kind of not suggest to go through, but yeah, um, if you want to check it out, it's a book about marketing primarily, but also maybe even about morals and ethics (laughs) at the end because. Because, yeah, check it out and you can definitely then see uh, what it is all about. This is, uh, so the book that I was um, discussing is um, one by Ryan Holiday. I do not remember the title again, I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, I've made two episodes of this. So it's, you know, probably, you know, the whole thing is like an hour or something. So, um, yeah, if you're listening to it, it's quite okay. I think and always still a lot. Um, definitely, but it's not like you know it's so overwhelming or something. But, but yeah, um, blah, 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 blah 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 blah. So, yeah, um, we are going ahead with and I still <laughs> again with this book. I forget the, uh, the title. Uh, we're going through Feeling Good, which is the second part actually. So, if you want to go through the first one, um, just search for uh, Feeling Good. Because I now just always implement the title and the author of the book into my uh, descriptions. it's worth, It got fairly easy to just, you know, understand and know what I'm going to talk about in these certain episodes. I might even should do it in a title and or in the thumbnail would actually also be some kind of good. Maybe even some, something small would actually be good and fine because I can, I you know... It doesn't matter if it's, you know, just pretty much in the description or just, you know, you can see it by watching the video. um. But you always have to just, you know, click on the video and go through it. And so, therefore, if I just put it in the thumbnail, you just, you know, see it because you see it. But yeah, um, we actually got through a little bit even one of the most, uh, I think, one of the most significant, one one of the most important parts of this book, which is the cognitive distortions, which is a, you know, complete list about how you can definitely or some kind of uh, think about the reality in a different way, so that it is not actually the reality anymore, but something that you made up. And that's, you know, uh, then the reason why you're feeling upset, or you're feeling just terrible. And, and yeah, And also in other things, you know, it's not primarily about this one, but this was maybe even an example, so I do not actually remember them as well, so uh, yeah, I should actually (laughs) some kind of go through the last episode as well. But, um, so yeah, uh, if you want to just, you know, go through the other stuff, go and check out the last uh, episode or the first episode, whatever you want to call it, and or. but I do think that you do not quite need it. But yeah, so we will go ahead with three crucial steps when you are upset. The first one is zero in zero in on those automatic negative thoughts and write them down. Um, I didn't ac- actually know what they meant by um, zero in on those automatic negative thoughts. I kind of feel like, okay, that you should actually recognize them or just sh- should, you know, put them down and feel like, okay, I understand I have them, but uh, this is nothing that I want to interact with, or this is nothing that I just want my body to feel like and therefore I think the first step which is you know also a thing that I pointed out all the fucking time in the last episode is that you should actually recognize it and just you know be sure and conscious about what you're feeling and that you're feeling a certain feeling you know it's not like um you know that's that's obvious or something that's common sense but um a lot of people seem to struggle a little bit with actually just knowing what they're feeling just in you know, kind of interpret interpreting what they're feeling and I'm um, just seeing okay I'm actually feeling this right now and this is because of that so actually also knowing your triggers so just um do not interact but but as uh, so kind of realize your negative thoughts and write them down and the second point is read over the list of the 10 cognitive distortions, learn precisely how you are twisting things and blowing them out of proportion, which basically means um, what cognitive distortions you are using and in which way. And um, yeah, I think this is also another part of recognition or recognizing that you are actually doing this. You are actually using those um, cognitive distortions um, out well but uh, yeah subconsciously and the third and last point is substitute a more objective thought that puts the lie to the one which made you look down on uh, yourself that puts the lie to the one which made you look down on yourself which you know I think basically means it's a little bit complicated written or complicatedly if this word even exists written but I think you should just you know uh, take the pattern and you know quite, um, pretty much, uh, yeah, take everything out of the equation or of this certain pattern that's negative and, you know, some kind of, uh, oh my god, uh, some kind of negative in a way that, um, it's actually because, should I actually should do it like this, or should I, oh no, I understand it, like this is better, should be better, <clears throat> or even like this, actually. Yeah, I think. I hope the microphone didn't make any noises uh, or uh, pretty awkward sounds. Um, But I think they just actually mean, okay, you should, um, first of all, recognize it, write them down, see what you're doing and what you're doing wrong, and then actually taking everything out of this equation of just negativity and just, um, yeah, not the reality and put the reality again in so they actually um, change up the pattern again, change up that some kind of thought pattern that you just created for yourself um, so that it is actually representing the reality again. So whether your your critic is right or wrong, initially find some way to agree with him or her. Your feelings result from the meaning you give to the event and not from the event itself. And that's totally true. You know, we just give, if subconsciously or consciously, um, just meaning to certain events or certain scenarios or even certain people, um, which is, you know, totally makes sense that um, your mother may <clears throat> a pretty important and valuable person for you because this is, I think, or at my point of view, just through biology like this, you know, even though a lot of people just um, do not like their parents or especially their father or mother, um, which also is, you know, some some kind of thing, but uh, at my point of view, it just makes sense that you have just a connection with your parents. But um, this is actually the thing. The problem is that it is not as easy as just saying, okay, you just... Pretty much, kind of, um, yeah. Give meaning to the uh, to the events and or scenarios and or the people. It is like this, or if subconsciously or or consciously, it doesn't matter. But um, changing it up is another chapter, and it's definitely, at my point of view, very, very, just difficult because changing up certain patterns and certain connections and um, certain feelings and uh, kind of associations with certain scenarios or whatever um, is pretty difficult. I don't know why, but it just feels like it. It just feels like, okay, you know, if it just, um, yeah, well, you know, okay. Hmm. I'm just thinking that um, actually then your patterns in every other area of your life are also as complicated or difficult to change as um, the way you're feeling about certain things. Yeah, I think this this also some kind of has to do with, first of all, recognition or recognizing that you're actually feeling a certain way when um something appears or something occurs or something happens or because of certain people or, or whatever and then um probably through this you know recognition that you actually just either um even if it's you know a good task, you know it could actually be a, a good one as well, that you actually emphasize it maybe, and or you just put it down and just look at it and be like, okay, you know I'm I'm always quite feeling bad when Uh, when I'm meeting this certain person and why is it like this I think at my point of view questions are such an such an essential part of life and I think this is actually something I'm getting pretty philosophically or (laughs) philosophical uh, in my in my podcast I think and in general um, a lot of things that I'm talking about and a lot of things I do have to do with are just some kind of philosophical and Um, I do understand or I do know that a lot of people are just thinking about philosophy like, you know, this is just some crappy bullshit and it's not true and, you know, whatever. But at my point of view, there are just so actual, you know, so intelligent and actually pretty accurate uh, philosophers uh, out there or actually were there like, you know, Socrates and or... Pluto or Aristoteles, and, you know, all these very, very intelligent and, uh, yeah, thoughtful people, which just, um, yeah, at my point of view, very, uh, or or pretty much changed how we all are thinking right now, if you just know them, and if you just learn about them somewhere, or whatever. But I think, in general, um, changing the meaning you're giving to certain things has something to do with thinking about it and um, yeah pretty much recognizing why you're feeling this certain way or why you're thinking about this thing in a certain way and maybe some things get clearer and clearer so that you can actually kind of change it up or and or change your pattern up that is some kind of connected to this um, certain situation or this person or whatever so irrational should state so statements should so irrational Statements should rest on your assumption that you are entitled to instant gratification at all times. Okay, I didn't understand one single fucking word, but that's totally okay. At least you have. So the following two guidelines will help you to determine when your anger is productive and when it is not. The first one is, is my anger directed towards someone who has knowingly, intentionally and unnecessarily attacked is my anger directed towards someone who has knowingly intentionally, and unnecessarily acted in a harmful or hurtful manner, and the second one is is my anger useful? Does it help me achieve the desired goal, or does it simply defeat me um I always I'm a pretty just angry person at you know in in general I'm just very fucking angry. you know this is something that I should actually work on um this is something that kind of got better through actually meditating and through um, also kind of doing what I'm doing right now, uh, I'm actually going through a lot of self-help books, going through a lot of books in general, getting more knowledge, getting more um, perspectives, getting more uh, points of views um, for more people or of more people as possible, which just really creates, you know, first of all, the perspective for yourself, why you shouldn't be angry, why you shouldn't be just sad, because a lot of people just have it way worse than you're having it. And on the other side, just I'm um, actually also thinking about okay why I'm angry and why i'm just feeling this certain way and questioning myself and just really recognizing, okay, I am now angry, why am I angry? Can I change this up? Can I do something about it? Can I do it better for me? Do I want it to make better for me and so on and so on and so on. So if you have a should or shouldn't rule that has been causing your that has causing you disappointment and frustration, rewrite it in more realistic terms. You will notice that the substitution of one word, it would be nice if, in place of should, can be a useful first step. And this is actually a lot of people did just before, you know, know, a a lot of people did just before him, which was actually pretty much, um, yeah, replacing words. And this is just a very, very simple task. But um, I think what you're thinking and what you're therefore then also saying, Um, has a lot to do with how your life looks like and how your life will look like. Because, you know, the the best example that I'm always having is if you just tell yourself over and over and over again that you're a piece of shit, yeah, okay, you know, what will you think about you? Um, You will think about you that you are actually a piece of shit only because you're telling it you in terms of, you know, actually your thoughts or if you're actually just telling it you in terms of, you know, looking in the mirror and telling it you. Um... But the end, you're just making yourself feel worse at my point of view, and um yeah, so therefore, just changing up things like "I'm not able to do this with "I am not able to do this yet" is also one of these things that I've quite seen you know relatively often, which you know but you know at the other side is it's just also working, you know it makes sense you you know nobody's good at anything, nobody can do anything but or or everything actually. But um, that doesn't mean that you will never be able to do this. You know, it's just not in the now. You are not able to do it now. Uh, Who knows what's happening tomorrow? Who knows what's happening in the future? Who knows what's happening somewhere or somewhere nextly? Um, Yeah. So the rationale for eliminating your short statement is simple. It's not true that you are entitled to get what you want just because you want it. What does actually entitled mean? Um... Yeah, this is actually a pre... Okay, never mind. Um, So the rational for eliminating, which doesn't make any sense. uh, So the rational for eliminating your should statement is simple. It's not true that you're entitled to get what you want just because you want it. it. Definitely makes sense. You know, this is also something philosophical, but it makes sense. Uh, remorse or regret are aimed at behavior, whereas guilt is targeted towards towards the self. Wow, what does guilt, 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 guilt? Ah. Um, the thing is with the guilt, if it's, you know, it's not pretty accurately... Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, even though I do have to say that a lot of people just blame others a lot and this is something if you keep attention to you see all the time and you hear all the time which is just incredible how how many people do just blame somebody because of something and you know at the end actually they are the ones that should be blamed because you know they just made a mistake or um, but yeah but the thing is all people just think that they are um, in the right and they are just doing everything right at this time but it isn't actually uh, sadness is a normal emotion created by realistic perceptions that describe a negative event involving loss or disappointment in an undistorted way. Depression is an illness that always results from thoughts that are distorted in some way which means and I think this is just incredible that you know the author writes it down and also the author of the summary just points it out as well is that um, just because you're thinking negative negatively once or just you know feeling bad once or maybe twice or three times you will definitely feel bad sometimes in your life and that's totally okay even Tony Robbins you know he's just always speaking about being happy he's always speaking about how to get the best out of yourself he himself just feels bad sometimes as well but he just knows how to kind of act on it and how you kind of should deal with it. And um, how he deals with it is just actually giving him 90 seconds, 90 seconds, and in these 90 seconds he has to calm down and has to just, you know, get to the point of reality again that he actually can see, okay, you know, this is where he is, um, You know everything is quite fine, and just calm himself down and... And yeah, so it's definitely okay and this does not have so it, it doesn't have anything to do with being mentally ill if you're just feeling bad once or, or whatever. You know, this is total bullshit, but um it makes sense that depression and you know really illnesses have to do with a distorted mind or a distorted cognitivity or cognitive functionality. So when a generally negative event occurs, your emotions will be created exclusively by your thoughts and perceptions your feelings will result from the meaning you attach to what happens a substantial portion of your suffering will be due to the distortions in your thoughts when you eliminate these distortions you will find that coping with the real problem the coping with the real problem will become less painful so a substantial portion of your suffering will be due to the distortions in your thoughts. So when you eliminate these distortions which actually means or which actually the uh, which are the distortions that are named a bath and but you can totally just go to the uh samuelthomasdavis.com website and go check out this summary yourself or you just look for the um, cognitive distortions on yourself uh, I think you will definitely um, you know find a little bit more and kind of be more educated than just going through this one I think or I assume Um, but it's you know as I said something like you know you always see the negative and or if there is something negative you just feel like it's so overwhelming and so you're just boosting it up and you just make it feel like you know it's just a monster even though it's just like you know really a bug Although your distorted negative thoughts will be substantially reduced or entirely eliminated after you have recovered from a bout of uh, depression, there are certain silent assumptions that probably still lurk in your mind. These silent assumptions explain in large part why you became depressed in the first place and can help you predict, predict when you might again be vulnerable. Wow, this is this is something that might feel like for people who had been just you know being depressed or had you know being uh you know mentally ill or uh felt mentally not that you know okay or not that healthy. Um it's just you know really sounds a little bit a little bit um how should i say my god. <laughs> um it's a little bit not confusing. It's not uh, important, which is, you know, an, an, an adjective I always use, um, but it's something that, you know, you can fear some kind, of um, because, you know, if you just always think like, okay, this can happen, this can happen then, this can happen, you know, at this time, and so on and so on and so on, this would drive you crazy, I think. Uh, a silent assumption is an equation uh, with which you define your personal worth. It represents your value system, your personal philosophy, the stuff on which you're uh, which you base your self esteem so a silent assumption is an equation with which you define your personal worth. it represents your value your value system your personal philosophy the stuff on which you base your self esteem um I think it's incredibly important that you have a Value system that is actually working and that's some kind of good for you, not like a value system that's you know you're only valuing or uh, I think this has also something to do with quite preferences to be honest. I'm um, not you know it all, okay I will I won't say anything because the thing is people have different values, people have different just preferences, and it doesn't mean that I you know I just want to say okay you just have to do this and that, but and that's that's complete shit. You know, some people um, just want to do this and some people just want to do that. And that's totally okay for me. And I do not, I shouldn't judge it. Nobody should judge it. You shouldn't judge it yourself. You know, if it's just really disturbing you and if it's just something that you don't like in yourself, then change it up. You know, do something else, but um, do not dwell and do not judge yourself. It's just only you and you can do anything uh, or you can change anything about you that you uh, theoretically want but uh what I also want to say is that um yeah as long as you're happy i'm totally okay with it with whatever you're doing you know maybe maybe not really if it's hurting other people this is totally something that i'm not quite um not quite uh, uh agree with you know this is just something that i feel like okay no, this doesn't have to be, you know, uh, find another way to be happy, do not have to hurt people or, you know, maybe even kill people or certain shitty things like this, um, it just hasn't to be like it, you know, um, yeah, uh, and the philosophy, the personal philosophy has a lot to do, you know, especially with your value, what, you know, pretty much your life looks like, this is just really the fundamental that determines that your life is looking like this or like that and, you know, whatever, Um so choose any activity, and so choose any activity, and instead of aiming for 100 percent, try for eighty percent, sixty percent, or forty percent. Then see how much you enjoy the activity and how productive you become. I don't know why, It's kind of just pretty much is the opposite of everything that I learned and everything that I just you know can think of or kind of believe in, but um, yeah, you know. I'm, You know, it's always good to test out stuff. If it's in terms of advertising, if it's in terms of your business ideas, if it's in terms of your life, testing out stuff is, at my point of view, view, very important to just see, okay, um, this is something that is working, this is not working. This is something I like, this is something I don't like. This is something that's important to me and this is something that's not important for me and this is something that I kind of, yeah, value or prefer and this is something that I'm not valuing or... uh, preferring or preferencing but um, that's very important because how should you know instead you know, I actually bought myself a book. I bought my bo- I bought a book uh, from Seth Godin. This is marketing. Why I did it? And it was a very, very complicated task of doing it. Not because, you know, I was just dumb and couldn't just, you know, click a button on Amazon. But um, because I was searching for the books themselves. I was searching for the books and I was saying, okay, which has the best value for the price? Um, what should I actually read? And everything was kind of against this book that I'm reading or this book that I actually bought myself. Um, if it was the price... Uh, if it was actually the reviews of the book, if it was something else, you know, this um, just everything was against the price. Um, the thing I actually think why I bought the book is because it's from Seth Godin, and um, I actually often quite you know came across certain books that were um, you know pretty much reviewed as you know so good books, and they you know all gave them five stars and whatever. But you know at the end I was like, hmm, you know the book was good, and there were certain insights that I quite liked, but but I don't know, I didn't like the book or I didn't get you know so much out of it as you know all the other people and this was really then the point where I decided okay I will just get it and because I know okay Seth Godin has really uh, the same thinking as I'm having so therefore I do not have the problem of just getting to know someone else or just you know pretty much getting to know someone else who might actually have uh, certain other values that I'm having and just teaches me something else that I'm quite not believing in and therefore it just you know would be hard for me to to go through the book but uh, in terms of Seth Godin um, I totally know that he's just thinking about things and uh, or thinking the way that I'm thinking as well um, yeah so you are wrong in you believe that suicide is the only solution or the best solution to your problem um, this is actually something that I've been thinking about in the other episode as well and um, you know the really quick explanation for me is that these people who are suicidal are actually just identifying less pain with dying than living so they just think like okay just living is more pain than actually dying which um, yeah is one of the things you do just have to 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 kind of let them recognize so just let them know okay this is not the case Um, if you die there is only one option and you're somewhere and you do not know what's happening but um, yeah so there might be a few arguments I'm not the best at it I'm sorry, uh so when you think that you are trapped and hopeless, your thinking is illogical, distorted, and skewed, and that's totally true, and I think this is also something that happened to some people as well, so it happened to me definitely, and um where everything feels like you know it's you know some kind of uh, i don't know what path I should go, I don't know what should, what I should do, and all these things, but um at the end, you know everything is okay, which is you know always the case most of the time fortunately, but um, often it is only because you're thinking in such a stupid way, in such a self-disrupting and self-kind of, yeah, self-disrupting way, kind of, yeah, Uh, nihilism is the belief that there is no truth or meaning to anything, and that all of life involves suffering and agony, which is something I heard about before, and this is also something I, I, I can't understand, Is it that people actually just want to be unhappy? Is it like this? I actually do feel like this, that some people just want to be unhappy. And this is also something that I thought in such or certain times of my life uh, about myself as well, which, um, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I don't understand it. Uh, nearly all suicidal patients have in common an uh, illogical sense of hopelessness and the conviction they are facing an insol- insolvable dilemma. Uh, once you expose the distortions in your thinking, you will experience considerable emotional relief. Yeah, um this is actually the thing that I'm always talking about. If you actually recognize, if you actually understand that you have just, you know, limiting beliefs in yourself that you're just having, you know, a distors- distorted mind or distorted thinking in yourself, I think this just really creates the fundamental for you to really just, um, yeah, let things get better. And if you just truly understand it, and if you just know it, and if you also understand, okay, I'm feeling like this, you know, and maybe you even know where is where it is from, and you therefore avoid certain places or avoid certain people that are that are harming you or avoid certain patterns and all these things you know this just some kind of makes sense for me, and it's some kind of just looking too easy for me. I don't know, it's just feeling too easy, just saying like, okay, you just have to recognize it this is I think um, if you just think about certain things. And, um, yeah, you know, your whole life long, especially when you're pretty old, it is fucking impossible, nearly nearly impossible. Now, I, impossible is a fucked up word. Nothing is impossible, but it's pretty fucking difficult to really change up your thinking, especially with uh, when you're old. But I think uh, if you're just young, everything is quite in a uh, pretty much green place. Um, so your feeling of hopelessness and total despair are just symptoms of this. Depressive illness, not facts. I let the following rule of thumb guide me. Patients who feel hopeless never actually are hopeless. Isn't it like, you know, always the thing that people always say, okay, I'm hopeless, but, you know, at the end they just you know manage it anyway and, you know, at the end everything is okay anyway and, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, so, yeah, so this was actually the book. the book summary I think there was quite a lot in it it was just a fairly new read uh, fairly something new that I haven't been stumbling across before which is you know always a great thing especially in the self-help book world um in terms of finances and you know in general non-fiction um you can definitely just learn a lot of things it just depends on what books you pick or what uh genre you you know in this non-fiction genre itself um you're choosing but um but yeah i quite i quite actually um liked it, so but yeah uh, the recommended reading recommended reading is uh yeah, if you feel. So if you like feeling good, you may also enjoy the following books. Awaken the Child Within, How to Take Immediate Control of Your Mental, Emotional, Physical and Financial Destiny by Anthony Robbins or Tony Robbins. The Happiness Advantage, The Seven Principles of Positive Psychology that Fuel Success and Performance at Work by Sean Aker and Notes from a Friend by Anthony Robbins um, or Tony Robbins again, which is actually a book that I uh, want to go through as well. And uh, Awaken the Child Within is a book, um, and The Happiness Advantage is also a book so both of them I've been talking about on my channel and or you know podcast wherever you're on right now and um, yeah so I unfortunately haven't just titled them in a certain way or just you know put it in the description because this was actually the time and space where just for like you know just taking the time for actually doing the description and making it kind of first of all look good and make everything actually work especially the links and um, you know I didn't do this in this time for like, you know, this is unnecessary, but uh, it isn't, you know, it's good for your SEO, it's good to just actually find your videos and it's good for your community to actually see, okay, this is a, not a book, but a video about this and that and, or a podcast episode about this and that. And therefore I just, you know, decide whether I want to go through it or I'm not going to go through it. So, so yeah. Um, But I think this is the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed it talking today or, you know, at least <laughs> on a later part. I uh, wasn't doing or I wasn't doing that great. It's always in terms of, yeah, what I'm doing today. I s- especially feel it when I'm talking a lot in German in, in uh, on one certain day. I, I quite feel like that, um, yeah, my English isn't doing that well. But especially in the weekends where I do just quite not not as much as, you know, especially not as much as uh, during the week speak German. Because actually I just get up and uh, basically, yeah, eat something for breakfast. And then I'm sitting in front of my computer and working, you know, pretty much the whole day long until I most of the time just then uh, have to take the train. Um, but yeah, I think this was it. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it. And I do hope uh, that you get your happiness, your wealth, your health, your success. But do not forget about giving back to other people. This is important. And do not forget about your legacy as well. With that being said, I hope you have a very beautiful day and I love you.